Jeremiah Wonders is brought to you by Lucy Nicotine. I have multiple family members who struggle with smoking and it's a bad habit that's really hard to quit. And I'm gonna try recommending them to Lucy because Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists to make a tobacco alternative that doesn't taste bad. Research and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy's created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate, and Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine and cherry ice flavor. Each and every flavor actually tastes great. I might start smoking just so I can start using Lucy to kick the habit and try these flavors and it's convenient and discreet products can be enjoyed anywhere on flights at work on the go or even in the gym the trick is to have it for when you need it be prepared it's 2020 get rid of your cigarettes unplug your vape throw out your dip and get some lucy nicotine gum or lozenges this is the real deal a subscription to lucy comes directly to your door each month it's so simple and you don't have to leave your house because lucy has delivery down just for my jeremiah wonders listeners go to lucy.co and use promo code jeremiah to get 20 percent off all products including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code Jeremiah at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. But go to lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code Jeremiah to get 20% off today. Wow, we're doing it, guys. We're making it happen. You're listening and watching to Jeremiah Wonders, and I can't thank everybody enough for the support they've been showing me with my one-hour debut stand-up special on Amazon Prime. Thank you for all the rating and reviews. Um, If you've watched it and haven't rated a review, please go do that on your Prime account. I thank you very much for that. The album is out now, too. If you're more of an audio listener, there's some bonus tracks that were not on the special, different material and crowd work that was not on the special that you can go check out on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and a bunch of stuff. It's on my website, all the platforms. I'll leave it in the link in the description below. This episode today, I'm very, very excited about because guess what? It's with a couple of my best friends. It's Joel, Joel Berg-Hermenez. I said Hermenez, Jimenez. He's one of my best friends. I can't even say his name. And Jesse Jetski Johnson. I'm just so excited. I'm flubbing their names because we had a roadcast, guys. Yes, a long-awaited roadcast where we got to drive on the way to our gigs at the Tempe Improv. And... It was just a good, positive, fun time that made me really miss the road. And I think that uh, you guys will feel that energy from us, that we're just excited to be out and about uh, in a car together. Uh, We got tested when we got back, and we're all safe. We did it the right way. And I just want to say I love you guys, and your support with the special and the podcast and everything means a lot. I appreciate all your kind messages. I I see them. I seen them. Anyway, guys, um, without me running my mouth anymore, uh, if you'd like to leave a comment below, hit that like button, all that stuff helps, and maybe share with a pal. Thank you so much, and without further ado, please welcome Joel Joel Berg-Jimenez and Jesse Jetski-Johnson to the Jeremiah Wonders Roadcast right here, right now. Well, the audio's been recording. That's good. That's interesting. We'll do an animation. Yeah, if somebody wants to animate 10 minutes worth, <laughs> that won't take a long time or Let's anything. Let's just do an animation of Joel in the gas station bathroom. That would be awesome. If anybody could send an animation of me just shitting my brains out. <laughs> For the yeah. first 10 minutes. Maybe maybe I'll actually put this on the back end of the podcast as the, as the bonus feature brought to you by Stereo. Oh. Wow. <laughs> the new Stereo app is coming in hot. Yeah, what's, uh, are we just going to continue? It's... We'll just continue because I liked all the audio and stuff okay. that, that we said. So I'll just put this on the back end of the podcast as like a, as like a bonus thing. Cool. Because yeah. why not, you know? 
I was having some. I was some... just talking about how. Yeah. Sorry. You're having some what? <laughs> some uh, some anxiety, some travel anxiety. So what? Or you? <laughs> oh my God, guys! You're, you're having some travel anxiety. Anxiety. I think I was. This having is where some we're starting anxiety. the podcast, yes, by the way. Gage, this is where we're starting the podcast. I um. <laughs> Joel's having travel anxiety. Sorry, anxiety this is about having travel. anxiety about traveling. <laughs> <laughs> what were? <laughs> what are you? What are you having anxiety about, Joel? Traveling. Oh, okay. <laughs> I uh, but but mostly in basketball, basketball traveling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, I get nervous when I run with the ball and I don't dribble. I um. No, because even before I didn't really start traveling frequently till we started going with Kiltoni, and like that took me a really long time to get used to, and I got sort of in the groove of it when we would do it often, and got got pretty good at it, and then now that it's been a really long time, I feel like I had to sort of cross that line again of like the packing and all and all that stuff. And yeah, what's going through your mind like after not? being able to go out on the road for so long like packing that suitcase I like, don't know I always overpack I joke that I'm, I pack like I'm going to Europe for a month when I'm going to Arizona for two nights like it's um I don't know I guess it's a lot of it's just I'm indecisive so I don't know what I bring like fucking eight different t-shirts and I'm probably just gonna end up wearing the same shit the entire time so it's uh probably whatever's most comfy yeah, and when I travel a lot, I get, I get, uh, I remember that, and I go, don't, don't bring all this stuff. You know, you're not gonna wear it. But today, I brought everything. I even brought my home, my home recording studio gear. So maybe we'll do some of that. I told, oh, that'd be fun if we can record yeah. some music over the weekend. That'd be really fun. Uh, yeah. Even though it's a short weekend, we're literally doing. We're driving. It's on, uh, on a Friday where we're driving, and then uh, we're doing two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow, and then we're, we're driving back on Sunday. So. It's going to be a nice, quick weekend. These yeah. are actually my favorite kind of weekends to do, but they're rare, like, uh, to do the Friday, Saturday, and then you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's it'll nice. be, I thought, I figured we could maybe, like, late night after the show or maybe during the day if we're killing some time, if, like, whatever, if I make, a, like, a beat or something and then somebody, you guys can either hop on or we could all, you know, I brought my keyboard and, like, my MPK, so I have, like, a drum machine and a keyboard and stuff. Oh, really? So, yeah. That's pretty cool. And we could sample, like, I don't know. Did you bring your trumpet, Jesse? Oh, yeah. Of course. This lady she, never she, leaves Yeah, she it. brought her trumpet, and I brought my baby sax. Well, my, there you go. Yeah, we can even sample sax. your guys' sax, put it in the drum machine, and, like... And what's fun about the uh, the little soprano sax, it's in the same key as the as her trumpet. So nice. that's always... It makes it easier on us to, yeah, you to be to... on the same page. Yeah. It does make it so much easier. We don't have to, like... I don't know. It's like speaking the same language. You don't have to translate. Huh? Yeah. What? You, what? Ha huh? ha. Good callback, Joel. You're welcome. You're listening to Jeremiah Wonder. <laughs> Brought to you by the stereo. Brought to you by stereo. <laughs> stereo Brought to you stereo. live the stereo app. Uh, full surround sound system. I hate driving by these walls. You hate driving by the walls? Yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. tell me about it. And we're off to the races, yeah. folks. We're back in it. We're off to the races. We're off to the races, folks. <laughs> Checking in. Joel, how about us live on the field right now? Hi, Jeremiah. I'm out here. I was just standing by a wall. I'd really like to see what's on the other side. I heard it's freedom, but apparently I can't cross it. Uh, we're out of time, unfortunately. Uh, but I'm not done yet. I'm well, I stopped listening <laughs> the moment you opened your mouth. You're out of here. <laughs>
that's all. <laughs> no baseball. <laughs> were you guys doing baseball? Well, we were doing more uh, weird reporters, I guess, but uh, it did sound like a baseball voice that I was doing. Straight out of the park, Joel, yeah. that is, yeah. Wow, this guy really wow. knows how to crank a bat. It is Halloween every day of the year for this guy. He is safe. What? But not sound. <laughs> safe, but not sound. Oh, man. Yeah, this is, uh. I don't want to do this. Oh, uh, the drive through a semi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. fucking final destination. We'll just right here. Yeah. What was it? Weren't we talking about Joel a movie that's like second to final destination where just nothing happens and everyone gets to where they're going? <laughs> that's like you keep thinking like like the violins keep swelling and yeah. then like the strings keep going and stuff like that. And you're like thinking like, oh, is this person gonna get like stabbed through the face right yeah. now? And no. then no, they just it's no. just a safe arrival. Yeah. But next time <laughs> I'm starting to, I, was, I I know you've never podcasted uh before while driving, Jesse. But I'm starting to really second guess your coordination with like anytime you, you here, I think I think I'm gonna have to to hold this mic for you and have you like I think I think it'll be a better like if I just do this. Okay. Because what? Yeah, this is ten we just times ran better. Over a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is already ten times better than it was because every every time Jesse would go, and another like literally the car would start swerving. And I'm like, okay, well let's 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 be safe. Oh man. Well, it's more just because I'm a woman. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to say that, but uh, you heard it here on the podcast, <laughs> Dude. the baseball park. Jesse Johnson is oh, driving man. right now. Uh, that we were I was talking to a friend the other day about like famous street jokes and stuff and some of just like those the really funny old ones but right now when you just met, you said you couldn't drive because you're a woman Jesse yes do you remember that old joke <laughs> that, is, that is correct Joel uh, continue on with <laughs> no, I think that's my favorite street joke no, <laughs> no um, was the why can't why couldn't Helen Keller drive oh how come oh because she's a woman <laughs> yeah oh yikes I know. Classic. I know. I don't believe any of that stuff. I'm clearly joking. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm already like pan. I'm sweaty. I know. This is a cool like. Uh, I don't even know if these are considered. I guess they're considered mountains right now, but it's a cool pile of rocks. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what they look like. They don't feel very mount. That's funny, but it, yeah, they're you know clearly I mean? mountains. I, go, they're I clearly, don't know if these are really mountains. They're but. clearly mountains, but they just look too rocky. Like there's yeah. not, I don't know. When I picture mountains, I picture a little bit more foliage yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. I'm just excited to, to see, comment on mountains while we're wow. driving in a car. Guys, I haven't seen mountains oh, in so long. I forgot God. what they looked like. Yeah, that is the cool part about traveling right now. It's been so long since we've seen any scenery. We're going to see a bunch of cacti soon. Oh, yeah. My dad always comments uh, that the, uh, he's like, you know, in Arizona, that's one of the only places with the upright cactus. <laughs> My dad, anytime. <laughs> Instead of the placid cactus. Yeah. Any, anytime, you know, with the arms like sticking up. Oh, uh, yeah, the saguaro. Yeah. So my dad always comments on that. Anytime I say I'm going to Arizona, he like tells me that fact. He's like, you know, they only, they're, they're, that's a very uh, did <laughs> specific you know it, cactus. Did to you know Arizona. it's a crime to cut them down? Like you can get years in prison and. Because they're like an endangered species or what? 
Well, they live like, like a thousand years old. But one time there was this guy going around Phoenix with a machete, just like hacking down cactuses. I think it was Danny Trejo. It could have been. It was his audition tape for Machete. They were just sliced in half. Uh, can't you, if you're stranded in the middle of the desert, can't you open them up and suck water out of them? You go to jail? <laughs> <laughs> I that's, think they like, got to give you some like, contact. That, that's your last word. You're like, I was afraid of going to jail, so I didn't break into this cactus. It'd be a crime against humanity in itself, so I'd rather go down being a good person than, than ravaging like, the cacti. You said I didn't break into this cactus. <laughs> yeah. Breaking and entering into a cactus. The cat burglar, yeah. Uh, did someone say cactus? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> um, I never got to do that character. That would be a fun one. You know, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, we never had you do that. About oh, were you gone recently when we did it? Like a while I ago? I think so. Yeah. I think that was when I was in COVID. Uh, I, oh, yeah, that might have been it. Deep in the COVID? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Deep yeah. in the COVID. Deep in the COVID. I was just thinking uh, you reminded me, because there's always those sort of uh, maybe some of them are urban, like m- maybe just myths, but those those crimes that we always hear, like, you know, chopping down a cactus, you go to jail, or shooting a, like the California state bird, or... There's uh, one in Arizona about you can only have five, you can't have like more than, it's either more than one or you can't have more than five dildos in one household. That's a real law? Yeah, like, you. I don't know if you want to get on your phone, but you guys should look it up. Five dildos. It, I, I got my dad, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of fucking dildos, dude. I think it's more dude, than one. But you those are organic, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you organic what would you dildos. call an organic dildo? Uh, just a dill pickle. Just a, <laughs> just a pickle. Or a dill pickle. Vegetables. Uh, <laughs> vegetables. Okay, the actual, no, not the cucumber emoji, just an actual cucumber. Uh, what if that's, that's what funny. vegans called cucumbers? Or eggplant. <laughs> Wait, nobody's sending the cucumber <laughs> emoji when they uh, when they want sex. Or like, I mean, ripping the tag off the mattress is like one of the, you know. Oh yeah, why is that a like a joke a in so many. Uh, well, if you read the fine print, it says unless by the person who buys the mattress. But well, I that guess, makes you know, sense. But um, I don't know. What a weird. There's a bunch of. I, I like that. There's a bunch of weird laws. Yeah, like, they had to make them because somebody did it and it messed things up. Man. I don't know what that lady in Arizona did with five dildos, but it really ruined it for the rest of us. Yeah, what about like owning? Uh, uh, it's very weird. Why not? Why five? Because you could use one five times. So it's technically. I it, think it's. You can't have more than one, but. <laughs> Maybe it's just something my parents told me growing up. <laughs> <laughs> Our daughter will not have more than one dildo. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but like, what if it's like, uh, you know, like for me, I'm from Kansas. I was given on my 13th birthday, I was given uh, a double barrel 20 gauge shotgun for my Damn. grandpa. Uh, what if that's like in some areas, like uh, when you turn 13, the mom gives a dildo to her? <laughs> that would like, be awesome. Like this was passed down from generation <laughs> to generation in the Johnson family. Oh my God. The Johnson, too, is such a funny, like. The Johnson family dildo? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's so The gross. new TV series, Johnson Family Dildo. <laughs> the old grandmother and her grandmother before her used this dildo. We've and kept her- it. 
her grandfather before her. <laughs> well, we had one uh, little effeminate <laughs> oh, grandfather in the Johnson family. It's okay. We, we've talked about it. We're, we've settled. We're okay now. He did procreate. Luckily, you're here right now. <laughs> I just good. I, I looked up a list of I looked up a list of weird laws. Okay. One th- some of them are not that weird but like Vermont banned banning clothesline. So in 2009 Vermont made it illegal for groups like neighborhood associations to ban clothesline. What? Uh two you can't throw rocks at trains in Wisconsin. Well, you won't see me in Wisconsin then. Yeah, I know. Uh, and then Arizona, this one's topical. You can't make fake drugs in Arizona. You can't make fake drugs. Yeah. So in Arizona, you cannot manufacture or distribute imitation controlled substances, which I, yeah. So that's, Dude, that's hilarious because it had a big meth problem. Blasphemy is still illegal in Michigan? Oh, interesting. That's crazy. It's a misdemeanor. So if you're saying like F God yeah, or do yeah. that, then that's then you can get a fine in the middle of public like... That supersedes the freedom of speech, I guess. Damn, Whoa. that's weird. That's weird. That's like that seems like it violates like separation of church and state like laws. But oh, hmm. they do stuff a little bit different around uh, Michigan. You can't bite while boxing in Utah. <laughs> that should oh, be a law. I mean, that should be everywhere, yeah. dude. But it, that's probably happened after uh, Evander Holyfield match with Mike Tyson. Swearing at sports events is illegal in Massachusetts. Oh, well, see, they probably had to outlaw that because that's such a problem with Bostonians like Red and stuff Sox like that. Red Sox games and shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. Can you imagine going to a Red Sox or Patriots game or something? Just they the racial just, slurs alone. <laughs> they might just have it like if somebody gets in a drunken fight yeah. and they want to slam them with more oh, misdemeanors. Yeah, like, for sure. But it's weird because it says if you're over 16. So I wonder, like, you know. Um, so you can curse if you're under 16? Yes, I guess so, yeah. So you just pass on whatever you want your kid to yell. and he'll... <laughs> I feel like a bunch of kids got on each other's shoulders and put a judge uniform on and made that law. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's one of my favorite techniques in like a kid's movie is when kids sneak in on each other's shoulders. Yeah, did you guys ever do that? No, I was always... <laughs> Have you d- ever done that, Jesse? <laughs> no. My knees are too weak. I would always have to be uh, the bottom of that situation. <laughs> this guy, this kid's got long legs. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I'm already, have... actually, if I ever did it, like even as a teenager, then the kid would have been like seven feet tall. <laughs> I've always been, <laughs> always no, been tall. That's a movie, dude. The kid makes it into the NBA. <laughs> like, dude, the kids. that's so fun. A whole movie predicated on that. It was like he moves so weird, but it just yeah. it wor- he looks like a praying mantis while, while he's running down the court. Like yeah. his his oh my his jersey's really baggy. It's really bizarre. Yeah, I was like picturing the how the uniform would how they'd even fit in that <laughs> uniform. Dude, <laughs> dude, dude, we gotta make we gotta make a <laughs> series of situations of like this person like being taken seriously in the real world. <laughs> He's there for a meeting, like, to sign the NBA contract. He's, like, trying not to hit his head over the archway of the you door. You hear him but sneeze it's two, from his chest. You guys like, keep saying him, but it's two people. Well, <laughs> At yeah. least. You're right. You're right. Oh, that'd be. You think there's a stocky woman enough <laughs> to be the bottom of that the situation? The first woman to ever be in the NBA. <laughs> it's called Joanna Men. <laughs> That's the sequel. It's a man on the bottom. 
what would be more more productive? Being the man on on, on, on top if you're trying to play basketball or being the man on the bottom? Because you have to have good footwork, too. Yeah, and I, I mean, not to go here, but if you get a boner while you're sitting on the woman's shoulders. What? You just hit her in the back of the yeah. head with it? Wait. Actually, it just kills her. It goes it through goes her vertebrae. Just like species, like the movie Species. A dick through the eye. Oh, my God. Wait, are you picturing this basketball player as adults or kids? No, adults. This is full-on <laughs> NBA. This is a, no, it's a kid. We're talking about kid boners on shoulders and stuff right now. What if it's both? Why are you assuming they're both the same age? Maybe it's a kid's. The top half is a kid. It's an Adam Sandler movie about him getting back with his son, bonding with his oh, son to get him into the NBA. Why do I feel like we could pitch this as a Sandler oh, movie? Dude. And, oh, it would totally and he'd be like, sell. all right, uh, I am listening, okay? It's called, it's called Bigger Nikki. Dude, that's hilarious. I haven't... I'm just imagining the movie. It's so funny. Just the whole, just the whole premise. Just everybody buying into it so much. Yeah, I know what it is. So, so this guy shows up to the court, like say in Venice Beach, and he gets like dominated by these guys, and they're like, "Yo, come back!" <laughs> you know, okay. They're like, "Yo, come!" Hey, man. Here's what you guys know. This stuff. guy's this guy's Asian, actually, but yeah, he's yeah. just from the streets. He's like, "Yo, man, come back when you come back when you grow up, son." And then they. The guy goes away and he's like, I'll show you. And then he goes home. He's talking to his dad. And he's oh, like, wait, in that first scene, he has to mention something like, You're too short to play. Yeah, he's like, Yeah, <laughs> oh, come back, come back when you learn how to ball, little man. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, And then he's driving home and he just keeps seeing like the montage of the guy going, Little man, little, little man. And then, uh, and then he's like, maybe he drives by like one of those those thing, those windblower machines that kind of dance like this. <laughs> and he's like, And then he's like, he like starts thinking because it's like they're really tall, and he's like, hmm. And then uh, and then he sees a man like on a ladder. Does he go to? Does <laughs> yeah. he go to the? <laughs> he's a man on a ladder. We could have a montage of the things that. that There's a guy that walks by on stilts. He's like, huh. <laughs> yeah. He sees a dude like in a trench coat. But he sees the guy on stilts. He, you know how there's always that huge amount of separation, like uh, that's like the long pants. He sees him <laughs> fixing the stilts, so he sees the guy arranging like the stilts. So you, like he sees behind the man behind the curtain yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then like he keeps hearing in his mind, too short, too short. And then two shorts blow the whistle starts playing. I go, uh, uh, can't understand how I lie so long. I must have superpowers. And the whole time his son's in the back seat, like getting no attention from his dad. Just holding a basketball. Yeah, like then, wishing he could play yeah, hoops so, with his dad. So I guess we gotta, yeah. <laughs> and he, so he finally thinks about it and he's like, I know how I could like, connect these two spend time with my kids no well because he's now okay so he's got to be the face of this whatever it is so <laughs> these are the kids shoulders <laughs> no i didn't know there was a kid involved in my scenario he's got like a like a taller buddy who like he goes home they're like smoking weed or whatever or wait, watching tv but maybe maybe it's the classic bully nerd rivalry where he helps him with his studies <laughs> so so the bully will help him with his his skills okay. as being a basketball player and then they actually become real friends yeah, through that and they realize they needed each they other they need each succeed. other yeah okay i don't know why i love the idea so much that there are two like children in elementary school and they dupe the whole nba oh yeah <laughs> well i'm just thinking about yeah. it that's a that's like too much um like mike 
that the Bow Wow movie where he puts the shoes That's on and he I'm goes to the of. NBA. Mm. <laughs> I think it's funnier if it's in a two adults on each other's that shoulders and they're a seven foot set, like five guy. Did, did you ever see the movie Like Ike? It's just Ike Turner beating the crap out of <laughs> Tina Turner. <laughs> out of little on a Bow basketball Wow. court while Lil Bow Wow raps in the background Like Ike. Yeah. But he's Bow Wow now. Yeah. Domestic violence. Uh, um, anyway, yeah, so this guy makes it to the NBA and then mm-hmm. they win the championship. I love it. Dude, I would watch that. Dude, Probably I, more than once. I would you, listen to it on the on the, you know, one on of the, the one stereo. Of the, <laughs> one of the wacky things that could happen is he shows up and somehow like the uniforms like are late to the game and he's like, Oh no, like I gotta be naked in the showers. Like yeah. there'll be the shower scene. So he like goes <laughs> in with like a towel around the bottom. He has like a strap on, uh, like so he can like fit in with the other like adults that are in the the locker room, just like packing heat. Yeah, like underneath the towel. <laughs> it's just the guy, other guy's arm. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Make a fist, man. Make a fist. Make a fist. <laughs> or like you know those showers that are sort of opaque, but you could see the shadow. Yeah, that would be the scene, like right, like you just see Dude, his big shadow on the arm. Unfortunately, just I've stayed in rooms with Joel where the shower is like <laughs> that, and I've and I I've seen the monstrosity that is between his legs. I pressed my ass up against the glass. I, I was in Australia, I think was. Yeah, that maybe was, there's that was a funny. little man under there, Jeremiah. Yeah, maybe you this ever think is Joel's two men. Maybe art, um, <laughs> art imitates life, dude. This is how Joel comes out to us as two men. He separates like a like one of those Russian dolls like right now. Like he takes off the bottom half and he's like, "Hey guys, um, that's why it took me so long to poop because there was I was pooping for two. <laughs> pooping there, for you two. You don't know how many people out there that are two men. That's true. Right? They always talk about when women are pregnant, they're eating for two, but we never talk about how they're dumping for two. <laughs> yeah. How they're just taking the fattest dukes right now. You know oh, what I'm man. saying? I'll, I would love at some point before this show is over, <laughs> there's this Beastie Boys song where the, all three Beastie Boys say, one of them says, in stereo, in stereo, in stereo. And then we go for the app. Anyway, all right. In stereo. In stereo. In stereo. <laughs> So it's stereo, stereo, and stereo. I love stereo. What app. an app! <laughs> I casually mentioned to Jesse and Joel that I might be sprinkling some stereo apps brought to you by, and they, just like a true band, bandwagoned and got on board. Hell yeah! I love shouting out sponsors. Well, they support the show. You yeah, know? it's it's you cool. Know. That's a pretty cool app too. Like, um, I I joined in on Jesse and Mitch. We're doing an episode, and then. Um, yeah, that our buddy, was so cool. Our buddy Los Digits was telling me I should get on there because he's had a couple really like fun ones. I guess a lot of people can tune in and stuff, but yeah, you get call-ins. So Mitch and I were talking, and then we got this call-in, and it was Joel, and it was really exciting. That I was like, oh, I know him. Yeah, just the voicemail messaging capabilities of leaving messages I like a lot. Yeah. Oh my god, I can imagine some of the fucked up stuff that people send on those voicemails though. Well, I've done uh, some of, uh, I've done a handful with Jeff Ross, like one where I was Joe Exotic, one where I was Trump, one yeah. where I was Biden. And, that probably uh, sounds good through the app because that filter almost makes it even more real. Well, yeah, well, that's the thing. It's just a little emoji that you're talking through anyway. So it's kind of cool because it masks. Yeah, it's like a cartoon. Just a little bit. Yeah, so it's like a little cartoon. My dog came in the room while I was on the podcast and started chewing on a squeak toy, and my avatar emoji was like 
moving like it was talking while the squeaking was happening. Oh, that's funny. What about a dog movie where the dog stands on another dog's <laughs> oh, shoulders? Oh, I love that. And he, and he wins the, 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 what's the horse racing fucking, the, the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> oh my God, Joel, write that down. Two dogs on each other's shoulders in the horse suit and their owners <laughs> riding them in the Dude. Kentucky Derby. That is amazing. That's like. That movie pitch is called Air Dud. <laughs> Air Dud. <laughs> it's called Nah, Nay. Nay, nah. I don't know. Fucking A. What the hell? Man, I miss doing this. I miss just riffing in cars on the road. That should have been the name of the podcast. What? Riffing in cars on the road. Riffing? Oh, rather than roadcast? Yeah, it's way catchier, don't you think? I'll, I'll talk to uh, corporate, <laughs> and uh, you know what? We'll get back to you as soon as possible, Jesse. Yeah. Can you edit that part out? No. Um... <laughs> Uh, sure. <laughs> We're Dude, about. I was laugh. I've not not laughed that hard in a long time. Yeah, uh, I mean that. See, that's what was is kind of crazy. Crazy is we, kind of. I didn't take things for granted ever, but I definitely am more grateful for. Yeah. Uh, being able to do stand up and go on the road and stuff like that when it got taken away, like just the fact that we're able to do this this weekend. It's been so long since we've been able to travel together anywhere and I don't know. It's just, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm like looking at trains right now as Jesse's driving. It's just, it's amazing just to be out of the house right now. And it's like, hopefully the people who are watching or listening to this feel like they're traveling with us, you know, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And you are guys, you're right here. They just can't see you because you're in the trunk, but you're definitely on this journey with us. (laughs) We have a GoPro of red band in the, in we're the gonna cut to our trunk correspondent that'd be so great we just have tied up in the trunk red band is just back there like with a gopro dude that'd be fun to fake and edit it in like later on like someone in the trunk with oh a, GoPro, a trunk just cam like, yeah what's oh, up guys that'd be great uh all right let's look for um we should do it for real though yeah yeah let's put jesse in the trunk yeah let's have you guys ever somebody. been in a trunk I feel um, like you have, I, Jeremiah. I have. Yeah, yeah I, I have, have too. Yeah. We've all been in a trunk. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like a car trunk, not a truck trunk. Oh, uh, truck like trunk a, sounds scarier a than truck a trunk. car trunk. Well, oh, you mean like a pickup like bed that. with a covering? No, like a yeah. Houdini fucking trunk where they put you in and then throw you in the ocean so you have to escape from the straitjacket and make it out alive before you die. <laughs> You've been in one of those? No, I've never been in one of those. Me I was either. saying that would be way more scarier than being in a trunk of a car. Car trunk is the scariest. Car I trunk is pretty close court. I had to do um, some time, <laughs> some time in a trunk. Uh, and uh, I spent six months in a trunk one Whoa. time uh, with Jamar Neighbors and Willie Hunter. We did this this shoot for Rose Battles, a commercial. Oh, I remember for uh, a car, and uh, we were supposed to pop out of the trunk, and it was so tight in yeah. that car. Three Especially three grown guys, men. Yeah. Man. Yeah. 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 But like uh, I think it was in a Challenger or something like that, so it it actually fit, it fit us. I remember that. That was for the Comedy Central show, right? Like, yeah, they were doing like uh, like promos and ads and stuff with them. Man, yeah. I, sometimes I just trip on that, like the way it was. I mean, I got I was lucky to go to the last one and I think one other one at the House of Blues, but yeah. Man, just thinking about being at, with crowds and like I thought oh, about dude, going was... to concerts the other day, like. Man, I really can't. Okay, here's a question. Would you guys, if they said we have to quarantine for two months, but then this shit's gone, 
Would you do it? Hell yeah. Yeah. If it How was about four months, what's it, the most? Dude, honestly, if it was like a finite answer, yeah, I would do it for That's sure. True. I guess the the the, the hard thing is like the opening and the closing again. That's when I think people start getting stir crazy and start feeling like their freedom is being messed with. Is yeah. is when it's not. It's like all right, you have a curfew now, or you have to lock down now. But we're also we might be having to do it again in a month from now. Like I don't think people like that the back and forth. I think people just want to have that answer, like what you're saying. Like yeah. I want things back open. Like just tell them. I think that's why Florida just is just like no, we're just open. We're just Damn. like we're we're over this. Yeah. You know, I think people are just tired, and obviously, you know, <laughs> it's just hard. Yeah. <laughs> but. It's we get a, you know, we can change the subject. It's one of those things where, like, we talk about it so much. Like, yeah, I yeah, want yeah. people to, to, just, to not have to. Uh, I don't even know how that came to think up, about it. Oh, uh, no. Oh, you're we we're just talking about, like. Uh, oh, being in a truck. Well, it's just feeling it's, trapped, I guess. Yeah. That's what yeah, made feeling me think trapped, about like, that, yeah. and stuff like that. It, it is cool to reminisce just kind of like uh, when you think about, like, going on the road and doing different gigs and, and different stuff like that. Like, that is something that put in a perspective for me with this quarantine stuff going on is, Oh, I've actually like, I've done some cool stuff like mm-hmm. within, within comedy. Like that it's kind of, cause you start thinking and analyzing of like stuff over the years and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're obviously able to still do comedy and you know, the new ways that it's being done, but I also really like all the time I've gotten like not having to go into work full time. Sure. Like, uh, yeah, you get You're, to use all five dildos now. All five of them, because I live in California now. Yeah, and <laughs> that's they, why you California, made the move. California laws, you have to have at least five yeah. dildos. <laughs> you need but a two U-Haul trucks. I love it. And then, yeah, I got my dog. and U-Haul just sounds hike. so sexual, yeah. <laughs> along with dildos. Yeah. U-Haul and dildos. <laughs> Forensic drug testing. Wow, sometimes it's, well, stem cell revolution. There's a bunch of um I always trip on these like businesses out in in these oh, like, in the middle stretches of, nowhere. of highway. Yeah, it's really interesting and <clears throat> I I think about the people that work there and stuff. And, yeah. You know, such a I don't know. It's weird because I being like a city guy myself, I couldn't like this stuff feels like so removed from what I'm used to, but also there I'm sure there is a bit of a a piece of having such like a more simple life. Yeah, my grandma and grandpa used to live in Tonopah, Arizona, which will pass, like, on the way. And it's a little town just in the middle of the desert right next to a nuclear plant. And Whoa. it's just, like, they were on this big plot of desert land and go shoot golf balls out there. And I've noticed uh, Joel specifically and Jesse, too, uh, just when we've been playing for some of uh, the shows at the store, that you uh i feel like we have been sounding a little bit tighter uh just with with because we've had more downtime yeah like i think that we have i'd like to think we'd become i guess it has been already like seven eight months so we should be better musicians than we were like seven eight months ago but it's kind of exciting just like i've i've been taking time to learn piano mm-hmm. learn piano and stuff like that while and you learn to talk <laughs> while i learn to talk like and it's hard to do two things at the same time (laughs) yeah but it's it's kind of encouraging just that if you 
apply yourself like in certain ways like with the downtime like i've been learning a lot is i don't know it's just kind of exciting i was just laughing at the sign on that truck jeremiah it reminded me of an old joke of yours oh yeah well (laughs) oh yeah yeah uh this is the the joke uh uh Oh, I forget. Did I do it? Yeah, yeah. If you remember the wording, I asked a girl what her sign was. It turns out it was wide load. <laughs> <laughs> it never. Oh I don't no, think it, it was the setup was. Uh, I used to. I used to date fat girls. I used to date fat girls. It's like this like sleazy comedian character that that I do occasionally. Uh, <laughs> I used to date fat girls. Used to, uh, I asked this girl, uh, you, you know, what's your sign? She said Sagittarius. I'm like, uh, I'm pretty sure it's wide load. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, it's so dumb, but that thing said oversized load. Yeah, oversized load. Just sort of out. Anytime I hear the word load, I think of Earl Skakel. Just, oh. <laughs> oversized load. Disgusting. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, do you guys want to take uh, some questions from uh, some of the listeners? Sure. Heck yeah. Yes. Uh, this next segment is called Fanning Out, and it's brought to you by the Stereo app. Fanning out questions from fans. My, do you do you want to pull up the uh, Instagram post? Yeah, for sure. Also, we're an hour and t- we're an hour and twenty three minutes away from Albert Tacos. Our our tradition, whenever we drive from LA to Arizona, we always stop there on the recommendation of our friend Rick Pockman. And I'm so excited about it. Uh, let's see Instagram. Yeah, if you want to be in, in control, since I'm uh, sure. c- literally have both hands. Yeah, yeah, you got <laughs> kind it. Kind of. I was it's like, just under the photo thing that you posted. Uh, yeah, that's cool. where the most questions are. That, and then um, you can pull up the Twitter uh, tab okay. uh, after you uh, start on Instagram. I you think there's more it. questions there. At Jeremiah Stand Up on social media, at Jetski Johnson on social media, and at Mostly Sorry. If you're not following us, you're doing it wrong, guys. But we appreciate you listening or watching this roadcast. If you don't follow us on other platforms, we appreciate you. Let's see. Um, While you're pu- uh, pulling up a question, I'm excited, uh, Jesse, you brought your ornaments. Uh, I did. To, to, to sell in, in Tempe. I think that people will, will dig them. It's actually perfect timing. It's literally, I know they're anytime ornaments, but it is also Christmas coming up. Somebody sent me some money on Venmo, like basically payment for an ornament, and then wrote, I heard about your ornaments, but I'm a Hasidic Jew, and I really just can't even have them, but I really appreciate you, and my rabbi would kill me if I got one. <laughs> oh, wow. that They're very, yeah, if they're... You know, they're very by the buck. That's very nice, though. though. Yeah, that they reached out and everything. But yes, they're anytime ornaments. Wait, what happened? What happened? I just, I was, I zoned out because I was reading. You said something about a rabbi. Yeah, Hasidic Jew uh, paid for an ornament, basically. Oh, but didn't have one. But but didn't want to accept it because yeah, they're just a supporter. Here's a here's a question um, for Jesse. Uh, Is Jetski actually your sister? I'm an avid Kill Tony (laughs) fan, but still confused. Oh, it's for me? Yeah. Well, I feel like we've cleared this up. Yeah. You're my sister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next question, Joel? Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. I mean, we've been brother and sister for a long time. Pretty I much mean, my you, whole life. Pretty much. So you can't take that away from us. Damn. You are, uh, like, a big brother to me, Jeremiah. Uh, you're like a little I, sister to me. I mean, you me. are a big brother to me. I mean, me. you are. You, you're my little sister. <laughs> But you've like paved a way for me, you know. You know, I I used to pave driveways, and now I pave. 
ways. This, this one's interesting. Just what, ways. What's the first band slash musician you got really obsessed with? Weird Al. Uh, Weird Al? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that might have been one of mine, too. I'm like, uh, maybe Green Day. Like, I, Dookie was maybe, like, my first. Uh, I had the Weird Al CD on my sister's uh, Discman. You know, like, the... the <laughs> a Discman? The, the Jewish Discman. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have one of those Discmans? <laughs> yeah, I think maybe... I, I was really obsessed with that Mariah Carey Boys to Men song, uh, One Sweet Day. It's called All I Want for Christmas, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's not. Okay, sorry. Okay. Uh, I have... There's a handful of bands that I had their CDs or my brother had their CDs. Uh, that our I would, brother. That I would steal <laughs> our brother. Uh, Linkin Park uh, was one of... I love Linkin Park. Uh, I love The Offspring. I remember hearing The Offspring and just being like, this sounds so cool and oh, just yeah. gnarly. I my love them. My friend's got a girlfriend and he hates that like, yeah. oh, my God, did you just say that? I know. Just like, what's <laughs> happening right now? This guy's insane. Uh, and uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, I, I have always loved uh, a lot of alternative rock and, and different stuff like that. And then different, uh, I mean, the Beatles, obviously. Uh, but there is Fleetwood Mac was uh, uh, a big uh, best of album that my mom would play as well as... Um, as Steve, uh, the Steve Miller band. Yeah. Uh, we had his best of, uh, their best of, which is just so many, like I've listened to Fly Like an Eagle so many times. It's just a, a great feel good song. And, and uh, I'm a joker, I'm a smoker, I'm a midnight joker. Uh, we used to listen to that Jewel cassette tape. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. What, uh, that was huge. Was like, yeah. that, that was when she was huge. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I would say probably, I mean, the first tape I ever bought, I split the Dookie tape with my cousin. Like my, we were at Target and we asked our parents if we could, if they could like go in on half on it and buy it for us. And then we shared that. But I think I ended up like keeping it more often. I um, Bone Thugs, I really liked it, like probably too young of an age. Dude, I had uh, Will, all Will Smith's albums. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. The I, first even uh, the, the like early stuff, like, like, um. No, I had Willinium and then gotcha. I had um, uh, the whatever the other one was. Big Willie Big style. Willie style. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had those. I remember like purchasing those in person. It was like, oh, Backstreet Boys in sync. I can't leave those guys out. I mean, I was freaking that boy band phase was like I loved all those boy bands. This is uh, this is an uh, a lot of people don't know this. I was a juggalo for a little while. Were you really? What? Yeah, I, I have didn't a photo somewhere. Yeah, from have you ever said that? Not really. I so I was gonna write an article like I was gonna write a like a, a blog thing called like I was a teenage juggalo because like um, I was into it for quite a while, dude. Like I um. Did you feel like it was a close-knit community that you could just kind of identify with? Uh, well, what happened was I, I attributed to the fact that I was going to Catholic school. I felt different from everybody else. Everybody else was into, like, Jaw Rule and, like, Ashanti and shit at the time. And I was like, I when I found that, I was like, oh, this is, like, something different. It was also, like, the CD I got was, like, um, the, like the Amazing Jekyll Brothers, which had, like, this, like, fire, like, guy on the front. And I was like, this is cool. This is, like, alternative, whatever. Yeah. And I think it just sort of, I was looking for direction because I felt different than all my friends in Catholic school. And um, I, yeah, I don't know. I got really into it. And like, um, there was like a bit of a community back. This is back when 
there was like a juggalo hotline that you would call. This guy would do like, it was basically like an answering machine message, but he would do like news and he would have contests where if you answered a question, you would like win like an ICP comic book or something. So I would leave messages and like, um, this is pre kind of internet sort of. Did you ever win anything? Yeah, I won a comic book one time. Yeah, they sent it to me. It It was cool. And, um. Then later on, when I kind of got out of it, they they had hit me up to be in like a video, like a music video for for them. And by this point, I had sort of already outgrown that that phase. Um, there was a period where they were canceling a lot of the shows that they were supposed to do in L.A. So after a while, I sort of felt like disillusioned. I was like, oh, I put all this like effort into this and then they keep canceling shows and stuff. And I which who knows why. But um, have you then, guys ever done Juggalos as uh, band characters? Have we done what Juggalos? No, we we were ICP, me and Pat, one time, and it was one of the craziest because um, the makeup took so long. Yeah, that's yeah. a crazy makeup job. And um, but yeah, but I have a photo somewhere, so I need to look for the picture. And then once I find the photo, maybe I'll I'll talk about it on my podcast or something a little bit. Yeah, deeper, that's but awesome, dude. It, it did sort of um, through through them. I found that I found out about that band, the Cottonmouth Kings, and then oh yeah, um, I ended up working for them i was like a like an intern at their record label i saw tech nine and the cottonmouth kings in kansas city missouri oh that seems like it's huge out out there too yeah that's where tech nine's from so like that concert like he had 15 women come up on stage when he has a song i'm a player i'm a player Uh i'm a player instead of amadeus Um, yeah and dude he had girls lined up like 15 of them just like whipping boobs out and stuff just because if you just like point at them and then Ooh, they'd be like boobs out he's backstage with all these women like okay now when i point at you you're gonna whip your boobs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whip out them tennis girl whip out them damn yeah tech nine's dope yeah dude uh no. yeah reliant k was a band that, that uh they they are a Christian, like, alternative rock band. Yeah, I remember the name. Uh, and then they went kind of more what you call secular. Uh-huh. And um, I loved that band. Like Lifehouse, they also did that, right? There's a lot of groups that MXPX kinda... was also sort of that, I think. Really? Yeah, I think they were, like, a Christian band that... Yeah, uh, Blindside. Because I, I just one. I just liked them because they it sounded just like real music and yeah. and it wasn't like, Lord, yeah. hallelujah. Yeah. That, Did you ever hear? Like, a, that's not even a real song that I just sang, but it sounds like every, every hymnal. Hymn, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, it is a real song because God put it in your brain, so you know. Thank you so much, Joel. Um, have you ever heard of Dogwood? Uh, no. Sounds they familiar. were like they're a Christian band. That they were more like straight up Christian band, but they had a they had some pretty good songs that even I was I was like you know I mean whatever I was involved with the, like I was born again for a few years and I, I remember I went to this cool church so. We had all these really like we had some really good music acts come through there, like some good rappers. And um, I went to a few hardcore shows that were like Christian hardcore shows that were pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I wish I still had. Uh, I got this CD for this like local band and I and I really liked them and I lost it. And they were so local that I can never I'll never be able to find that again. Yeah, we've been given some vinyl and stuff on the road from lo- local bands. Yeah, which it's it's just cool. It's just cool to have that kind of stuff because. I don't know how, you know, what kind of syndication or anything they've ever gotten played, but it's great music. For sure. It's just kind of, it's yeah. kind of cool to appreciate other people's art when they come. I liked like when knowing, you did that. Like, 
you know, coming to shows and stuff like that, like when we when we could do a lot of meet and greets and stuff, like that's when we would really get to know people. It was dope. Yeah. I liked when you were playing that stuff on your show sometimes. Like that was cool. I bet they oh, really yeah. enjoyed that, you know. Yeah, it yeah, means a lot sure. to people. Man, I have trouble with that. I mean, I've been making music on my own and that's a weird that's a really scary thing to put out there, like when it's done, you know? Yeah, I mean, we recorded some stuff in the studio that I'm still going back to Ventura yeah, to, to polish off. Uh, How do you feel about that? Like, um, do you struggle with that where uh, you're sort of excited and nervous to, to let people hear it because then the critiques kind of come in? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just excited. The music video, the, the comedy music video that we shot uh, oh, yeah. that will come out. I don't know when it's going to come out, but I'm just excited to get that out because the editing and the shooting took so long in that one because we wanted to make it look really nice. Uh so it's kind of different with my regular just non-comedy music that we like record in the studio so we'll see i don't know i can't wait to see that one i'm excited have you heard any of the songs jesse uh-uh Man. Oh, I'll have to play you the two. Uh, oh. I mean, we got a lot long. <laughs> I'll have to play you my music yeah. where you're trapped in a car with me, Jesse. <laughs> oh, I'll, you be I'll be doing the same <laughs> on the, whenever. Yeah. But, uh, I, I mean, want to hear it. All right. Yeah, we can listen to it a little bit later. What's the uh, uh, next question, Joel? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, somebody just asked for an update on Pat. So I'll say I saw him uh, two days ago. He's got a baby. He's doing well. Um, everything's good. Uh, you know, most of your conspiracy theories about everything are wrong. Uh, fans. Anyway, um, it's hard. The, the, <laughs> the Instagram thing is mostly a lot of it is um, c- character ideas. So I'm having trouble sort of finding um, questions. Oh, yeah. Anytime I, any, anytime I ask for a scene or character suggestions on Jeremiah Wonders, it's for an improv scene that I would like to do for the show. But people always take it as band characters. Yeah. Uh, but I'm literally just like, what's a situation you'd like us to riff on like while we're in the car? Oh man! But my... it's all good. If, oh, uh... here we go. Oh, did this guy really just stop traffic just because? Should we pick him up? Yeah, let's circle back. <laughs> no, let's get out of the car, pick him up, and put him down, and then get back in the car and leave. <laughs> yeah, hug him, raise him up in the air, and then set him back down. You yeah, can put, he can get dude. on Jeremiah's shoulders, and then the movie begins, oh, dude. Opening oh, credits. Roll. <laughs> you pick up a guy on the side of the road. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, so <laughs> this ride was available to you by and brought to you by the Stereo app. I saw a question on there that was like, um, the vroom vroom chant and the joelberg chant it was something about that but i was actually wondering one how how come you don't have a chant jeremiah two what would it be if you had one and also an extra part is uh how come you stop playing careless whisper um wow three-parter um I'm dying to ask it. oh the first part um i've always turned down chants uh people have they wanted to, to do it, but I was like, I just, the goal, the goal would be, I also didn't want to take that, like Joel's chant came organically and I felt yeah. like people were trying to force a chant for me and yours came organically with the vroom vroom, yeah. you know? So I've just like, I never really wanted that for myself personally, just because I was like, ah, oh, that's Joel's thing. And then like, you have your thing. And I'm like, there's no point. The careless whisper thing, um, there's a lot of stuff uh, that I do um, that I will phase out on the show because it's um, it's uh, just taking place. Uh, like we've been doing the show like what over six years now. We've uh, yeah, Joel. Like, no, I think we're yeah, like four and a half, almost five now. Yeah, something like that. 
got to be like pretty close to there. I want to say over five. Yeah, maybe myself. I've lost. Yeah, I'll look it up later. And you're just like a month or two behind me, as far as that goes. Um, but uh, there's it was a lot. Of, like your catchphrase. Yeah, but it's also I also felt like it's. I felt a little bit hacky after a while doing it because there's a guy. The guy who made it popular is this guy, you know, other than George Michael's. Um, uh, George Michael. Um, he the the sexy sax man. He he literally would go out into public places and play Carol's Whisper, and I actually ended up meeting him. Uh, he didn't like you, right? I think that he was like, this guy's biting my style a little bit, which is, it's it's fair because he bite, made something. Bite, bite, bite. Like I met him at uh, one of, randomly one of uh, Jeff Ross's parties. Uh, he just knows a lot of like people like and, and like Kai Arns, uh, like through the art scene and stuff yeah. like that. And I met the dude and I ran into him at uh, uh, different airports and he's super nice. Like sometimes I'd run into him and he'd be like, oh, do you have your sax on you? I'm like, no, I was doing a stand up gig. And he'd be like, oh, okay. Hilarious. <laughs> Oh, interesting. He's like, well, I got mine. And he pulls well, it out of his ass. He's such a better. <laughs> he's such a better sax player than me too. He's a, a, a true pro. You know, yeah. I, I happen to be, uh, you know, I, <laughs> a professional comedian who is an amateur sax player. Mm. Um, that's kind of where I'm at. Like realistically, with my with yeah. my skill level, I, like I know I know my lane. You know what I mean? It's very much comedian first musician second but um that that's a long uh winded answer of uh there's oh so there's other things that i phased out like many times uh over the years i used to do uh this thing uh, a lot i'd say it's back on oh yeah i like that <laughs> uh and then i stopped doing that i just phase things out because i feel like they run their course and then it, sure. i want there to be on to the next thing like you know like the new like dr redman like i, I want like that. new updated things and then people you know, they can miss things. Oh, dude. That's my new favorite segment. Yeah. Red Band Impressions is great. I, one time I was going to, I thought a good chant would be like, Jeremiah, dun, 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 Jeremiah. So one of my favorite high school memories uh-huh. is that chant, what you just did Whoa. right now. So I was at a football game. And this is so like ridiculous. You were but, on another guy's shoulders. You guys were winning the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was nose tackle. I just broke it through. <laughs> I just sacked the quarterback. Okay. It's the tallest football player we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. He's nine feet tall. It's crazy. Uh, so I used to be uh, at the football games. I would be a shirtless guy that would wear short shorts and paint my face and really go all out nice. and no matter what the weather was so i was like uh you know i was like a basically a uh a super fan from yeah. from the crowd and i remember there's these two hot girls that were uh leaning up against the 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 fence and uh whipping I kept, their titties up <laughs> whipping <laughs> their boobs out um and i look back at my friends like i'm gonna hit on these girls uh-huh and uh, I start kind of doing like dumb, like muscular poses and stuff. Yeah. And my buddy started the chant. He starts going, Jeremiah. And then everybody sees what I'm doing. And I have this little drum with me. And I start kind of like, like kind of humping like the drum and like, <laughs> and, and like walking towards these two, uh, two hot girls that were like, could care less about yeah. me. And, but they're like kind of laughing and stuff. The whole crowd at this high school football <laughs> game starts chanting, Jeremiah while I'm like you know comedically hitting on these two girls of course yeah 
and I could see uh, it. you know, obviously it didn't go anywhere, but like the girls were laughing and it was just like a, a this silly moment. Like one of them was my wife. One of them <laughs> was my wife. And that's how we fell in love. <laughs> was at a football game with everybody supporting me. Yeah. <laughs> she took a chance on me. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, yeah. I, I, I was like waiting for the wordplay and then it hit me. I was like, okay, okay, all right. Uh, uh duly noted. Uh, okay, I got. I want to answer this. It's kind of I'm sort of not feeding into trolls, but I want to answer this. Uh, Joel, why do you always interrupt and derail the show? Um, I don't mean it. I'm taking comedic chances, and sometimes when you take comedic chances, it's hit or miss, and um, you do your best. You know, I, I I sort of have compared it to like a pitcher. Like I'm throwing a hundred, and sometimes I hit the batter, and I don't I don't mean to hit the batter, but when you're throwing fast and you're you're throwing so many pitches, it's sometimes you fucking, sometimes you miss. I mean, we see it with comics, with movies, and I don't, I don't specifically do it to, like, out of malicious intent to derail anything. I'm just, um, comedy's super subjective, and sometimes what I think is going to be funny isn't, and it just, you don't know until you do it, so that's, that's my answer It's to also, that. And, and what I'll say on that, like, anybody who thinks that anybody's trying to derail the show, that's just ridiculous first of all a lot of if you look closely to the show like to get if you're really wanting to get nerdy like behind the scenes about the show sometimes it takes somebody saying something off the wall perhaps like joel uh-huh. will, will chime something in that will set off the next five minutes of riffs and bits that were completely unforeseen had it been a conventional just q a and interview going on with the comic on stage so i'm always for like random things being said because that's where you can improv and it gives you a springboard to to riff off of different things. Yeah. Yeah, it really elevates everybody because you push you kind of push the limits and then it gets me out of my comfort zone cuz I'm like if Joel's going to go that far, then I can say what's in my head. You know, I can get out of my comfort zone and you know, I feel more comfortable to take more risks. And they, it pays off. Yeah, it's like a free environment to to just create, you know, that's what you want. That's yeah, what that's what it makes it when you take those risks, exactly. It makes it like a safe space to just try to just try out whatever's in your head and create. Um Yeah, it's here's a funny one. Uh what does Chroma Chris smell like? I imagine he smells like a crisp new dollar bill. <laughs> uh Chrome Chris has smelled good every single interaction I've ever had with him. Yeah. He kind of, uh, he's very well kempt. Uh, he, uh, he smells maybe like a, a cologne or maybe a pomade, would you say? Yes, I would say absolutely a pomade. Uh, maybe like, you know, he wakes up at 6 a.m. every morning. So he showers, you know, he seems, he seems fairly. He's very clean. well put together. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. Uh, All of these are not to not to toot my own horn. Question for Joel: How has the podcast adventure been for you so far? What have you learned or changed these past few months? Have a great trip, guys. Greetings from Holland. That's oh, pretty cool. cool. Oh, that's awesome. And, and, and don't feel like like you're hogging questions. I, I specifically asked. I said questions for Jesse and Joel. Okay. So like I'm like this. I'm on my. I'm on my own podcast every week, so I'd like for people to ask you guys the questions. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I uh, the podcast adventure has been good, man. It's um, it's just that it's an adventure. It's like 
now that I can interview people and stuff, it's it's a whole nother thing that I'm learning. And um, I knew it was going to be a lot of work. Um, what's weird about it is like you do a podcast because you want to make your own schedule, but then then you end up being stuck to that schedule that you made for yourself. So I basically put myself in a thing where now I have to, even though it's fun work, it, it definitely is work. So, uh, but I knew that from watching my friends and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's been, what I'm trying to learn now is how to just let go, like stop. I'm judging myself on my own show. Like I'm on someone else's show and I need to stop doing that. I need to just yeah. go like, it's my show. Like it's okay if I, if I'm be this as way. unfiltered, be as like radical as you want, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So that, that's something that I'm sort of learning now. Cause I'll do the interview. I'll watch myself and I'll be like, Oh, like, why did I do that? Why did it was like, because it's me. Like, I can't, there's nothing else I really can. Yeah. Do. Like well, I just did your podcast, mostly sorry, which you guys should check out. If you're, if you're watching this, then you should be watching Joel's podcast too, just because, uh, Joel's one of the best when you were reacting violently, like fake violently towards Deary, like on your podcast yeah. and yelling at him and stuff. I'm like, I love this. Cool. Like I, I, you know what I mean? Like all that stuff. I'm like, this is Joel. Like when you're just unfiltered and you're just like raw and funny and just whatever your emotions are, just wearing them on your sleeve. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do that a lot. It's so great. It, it I was, mean, embrace it rather than, yeah. you know what I mean? It was a little nerve wracking. The first episode I did with Jesse, like I watched it back and I was like, ah, oh, maybe I said too much. But then a couple people messaged me and said like, no, we need more of this. Like we want to talk more about this sort of stuff. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, it was great. I had a lot of fun on it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, so that's what I, that's what I've learned. Um, Shout out to Holland. That's so cool. I'd love to go there. Someday. Dude, that's like the that's still mind blowing to me when people write in from other countries. Like when we were in England and we got recognized on the train in, wow, in London. Yeah. That's still like that was like a, a like a cool life moment where I was like, this is so weird. I know. And like because he didn't go to the shows that weekend. It was just some random dude that was just like, wow, just saying like what's up to us and thanked us for doing the podcast. And I was like, whoa, that's amazing. I wish I could have done that so bad. I got my passport right before quarantine thinking, oh, we're going to go travel I all mean, around the world. I mean, we probably were going to do some of those stops again later in the summer. Oh, I'm sure. We, I'm sure. We I would. think we were kind of gearing up to. But yeah. Yeah. Another time. Another time. Maybe 2021. Maybe. I still haven't been out of the country. Oh, really? Yeah. So it would have been like oh, that would have really yeah, big. Monumental. I mean, uh, me going to Canada was the first time I went out of the country for, for comedy. Oh, that's awesome. So that was like a, a huge moment for me. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm doing Damn. comedy and I'm doing it out of the country. This is crazy. I think uh, I think fucking Ireland was the first time I had... Oh, well, I'd gotten to Mexico, but for comedy, like that was the first time I had left the country to do stand-up. It was wow. such a crazy... Yeah, trip. you just come back feeling like so grateful. You're just like, oh, oh man, yeah. this is like... I can't believe this is life right now. That's just Yeah, cool. and also, I mean just seeing how other people live and st- you know it's like you don't really realize like not everybody in the world is like you you know you go other places there's so many different styles of living and type of person and um yeah i was thinking today because i my sleep has been real bad but i was thinking about the time that we got got home from australia and did the show that night because that was the last yesterday i sort of felt the same way just kind of loopy and i, I yeah. was really running on fumes but I'd like to rewatch that Kill Tony again just to see how weird it is. Oh, I'm sure that it was <laughs> a little bit off. Yeah. For sure. 
Um, here's one for all three. Have you ever thought about leaving comedy and forming an avant-garde power pop trio called Triple J? <laughs> now have it. They said, uh, they said, Jeremiah, you will of course need to hype up your name, Jetski Jolberg and Jerkin. Although a Scottish term for a jacket, it also works as the perfect name for name squash for Jeremiah Watkins. Jerkin. Um, I don't think you should call yourself that. Yeah, it's, that's literally just like it sounds like the Jergens lotion, which just makes me think of masturbation, which then Jerkin is literally a masturbation <laughs> lotion. Wow. Yeah, that was my A to L on that lotion. Um, Maybe Jotkins. Jotkins? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Jotkins. That sounds like a hospital that's about to close down. <laughs> Jotkins. Jotkins Hospital. Jotkins Hospital. I'll say this for everybody. This is a good one. What It was for Jetski, but I think we should all answer it. Jetski, what made you want to play your choice instrument? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, like, why why the trumpet, I guess, yeah. is the question, like, rather than any other instrument? Well, it's weird because my grandfather played trumpet, but I originally wanted to play saxophone, but there were too many saxophone players in the band, so I wasn't allowed to. So I wanted to play trombone, and my arms weren't long enough. And then the music teacher was like... Did you ever think of sitting on someone's shoulders (laughs) and having them play? That would not make my arms longer. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they have longer arms. They're the ones that are doing the arm. You do the mouth part. By the end of this episode... The stereo app will be funding the screenplay. I love it. And all the spinoffs. All the spinoffs, yeah. Hell yeah. But then, yeah, then the teacher was like, you know, we need more trumpets. And then I played the trumpet. And I I was so young, I think 10. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't that close to my grandfather. So I don't know if I just didn't know or if I forgot or what. But then as I got more serious in the playing and I got to high school, I needed to get a new trumpet. And he actually sent me one. And it's a really nice trumpet and um i still play it is do you do you ever bring that one to the store yeah it's the silver one. Oh, the silver one yeah. does have that cool like vintage look to it and my grandfather is like really serious about playing like he arranged a lot of music and he was a composer and taught schools and he actually wrote the first super bowl halftime show he arranged it from when it was a marching band whoa Dang. yeah and Your he has grand- like all these like papers <laughs> from it like i like the program from that show. Oh, and that's cool. That's so cool. What year was that? When was when did they do the first halftime show? I don't know. I'll find those papers <laughs> though, and I'll bring them to the <laughs> store one Every day. Every time I I hear the bam 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 bam, I'm gonna think of your grandpa now. <laughs> well, you didn't write that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but that's that's what I'm gonna. So I'm just gonna. In my mind, he wrote that theme. He got he so he was teaching. Brought to you by Tostitos. <laughs> That's my grandpa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grandpa Tostito. Ah, he was grandpa a good man. Tostito. He taught in uh, in Virginia, and he actually has a day named after him. The mayor like named June second his birthday, James Hamilton Johnson Day. Wow, wow that's Jesus. a great strong name, James Hamilton Johnson. <laughs> yeah, the trumpet player. I besieged. Thank, I mean, thank God he was a, an artist because that's also like a, a fucking that name could be real racist too. It could so, be like a founding father, founding father. Could be. A, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my yeah. grandpa's racist. Yeah. A new the- sitcom coming to ABC. <laughs> my grandpa's racist. And then um, my dad plays drums. 
That's cool. So, so what I was going to say is we'll answer what made us want to play that. And then also if we could all pick what other instrument that, that each of us should play, like another instrument that we could see. Like, Jeremiah, what other instrument could you see Jesse playing? Um, I don't know why, but I could see you, like, killing it on a harp. I would uh, love to know how to play harp. I mean, they're they're such rare instruments because uh, yeah. they're so giant and they're so expensive. But there's something about your demeanor that I'm like, I could just picture Jesse killing it on a harp. Just, I don't know. Yeah, I could see That's that really too. Nice. Yeah. That, I was thinking clarinet. Clarinet's one of my favorite, like woodwind. Me too. Yeah, it's my favorite. It sounds like a, kind of sounds like a someone stepping on a goose, but like pretty. <laughs> now, this is a, I don't know. What's the similarity, uh, do you know, like it with, uh, with trumpet and trombone, like as far as like, are they in the same key? Do you know? Or if it's- No, they're in bass clef. Oh. But I think you could probably get a trombone in treble. I can play trombone. I can play um, most brass instruments, just like you could probably play most reed instruments. Probably, yeah. Um, I was learning reed instruments when I was in school for music, and I was playing tenor saxophone for a while, and I kind of picked up clarinet, and I'd love to pick it up again because it would be cool like one day to just have a woodwind section Yeah. in the band, but it... I'm just afraid it will mess up my embouchure with, and I'll play trumpet worse. Oh, uh, uh, really? Can yeah. that happen? I don't know. I'm sure there's ways around it, but when I was playing all these different instruments in school, I, I was also doing a lot of cocaine. The- <laughs> <laughs> that might have had something to do with it, too. No, you weren't. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And nice! I was, I was going to school in a small mountain town, Flagstaff, Arizona, on a trumpet scholarship. And it was snowing, dude. Yeah, it was snowing all year long. <laughs> we didn't know that's what the ski and jet ski meant. There's down mountains of cocaine, bro. <laughs> somebody, somebody photoshopped Jesse skiing down a mountain, a mountain of, cocaine. of cocaine. Oh please, yeah, I was doing or, like psychedelics, and the, I was just trying now to. Now the glasses make sense. Oh yeah, I was trying to be like a jazz musician, you know. That's cool. And every You're autobiography I read was like, and then I went and did a bunch of heroin. And wow. I didn't do heroin, but. Yeah. Damn. I'm, yeah, I stopped doing all that stuff because I, like, hit a rock bottom. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I did. The I thought last... you said I kid rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you said tenor sax, I, I thought, I thought of, this is, I thought of Brian going, did you <laughs> tender sax? <laughs> <laughs> or like somebody eating a sax and going, that sax was tender. That was tender. <laughs> how long? How long did you put that on the grill for? <laughs> My Traeger. Um, yeah, sorry, I don't know to cut off. How about you, Jeremiah? What made you pick up saxophone? Uh, I there saw was some pizza on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somebody put pizza in the bell of the sax. The <laughs> and put a bouquet of flowers in there. It's getting a little. Sorry, oh. I don't know why I cut you off. Oh no! It's okay. I'm trying to find. There's She's like she's all uh, coked out, dude. Every once in a while, we'll get some interference. I think I don't know if it's like some other cars on the road or whatever. But I'm also doing a podcast. Yeah, other people <laughs> are like, I'm broadcasting. Can you guys comment down over there? No, I think I've uh, mentioned this on my podcast before, uh, so I'll do it briefly. I saw somebody playing it, uh, and it blew my mind just how how cool it was. I saw somebody play it in, in church actually, which is not. Dang. 
but it sounded it sounded cooler than all the instruments because in church because yeah it's not a typical yeah instrument that they let in the band so i was like whoa what's that and then i was serious i kept asking my parents about it and um, and the sax that i i played for years and years on kill tony is the one from childhood that i paid off uh from mowing lawns and shoveling drives yeah that's awesome and uh that's like one of my most precious uh things that i still have from my childhood because it's something that i worked so hard on and then played on it as an adult and it still works like i kept it in good condition where it's still playable man church musicians are some of the best i mean some of those like worship bands like there's a whole style of drumming based off like gospel stuff and it's like there yeah i could see that and especially just seeing a live band when you're a kid in church like everything's so elevated in church like the emotions, you know, the, the certain chords of like religious music. Like I could see it really touching like your your heart and being like, damn, that looks, I want to do that. Um, I don't know. That's awesome. Uh, I can then for, and Jesse, are there any instruments you can see Jeremiah playing that aren't saxophone? Whoa. Oh yeah. Oh. That's a really tough question. <laughs> yeah, especially while we almost almost went through the windshield. <laughs> I tried to play it cool. <laughs> oh no, it was it was a little. It's okay. Um, well, I was gonna say you already play so many different instruments, so that's kind of a tough one. But I was in band for so long, I could see you like if you were in marching band, I could totally picture you in the pit, like xylophone or marimba oh, yeah. or like. That'd be fun. I was thinking those marching, like the when they have the toms, like in front of, like like. Oh, the quads are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want some of those. Uh, Maybe even like maybe bass in like a less than Jake sort of band. That'd be cool. cool. Yeah, but you play bass, don't you? Yeah, and guitar, right? You kind of play. Uh, But it's one of those things where I'm I'm like I say that I play guitar, but I'm not that great at guitar. I can fool people like just make it sound decent just with chords. Yeah, me too. But like I I can't solo, so I, like I'm not very proficient. And bass, I don't know any. I don't know like what I'm doing other than playing by ear. You know what I mean? But my ear, because just I've been playing music for a while. That's how we can pick up those songs so quickly, you know, for Kill Tony. What you laugh about back I there? I was trying to figure out a way to riff a guy sitting on your shoulders <laughs> to play bass, but covering your ear, like oh you have an ear for bass. I have an ear for... His legs it, It's his ear. ear for bass. I do have an ear for bass, and it's the other kid that's attached to me. Uh, that's so ridiculous. That, that's another animated movie. It's just your buddy, the ear. He's just an ear with I have an ear arms. for music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here it is. Here it is. Edgar Allan Poe's. Uh, um, those riffs brought to you by the stereo app. Uh, wow. I think we have time for one more question, and I'm going to see if I can oh, get a caller uh, to call in. We'll Do see. Do we have time for Joel? Did you want to answer that one? Yeah. Yeah. I always play drums. Uh, since I mean, since I was a kid, I, I was always hitting stuff. My mom said, like, one of my babysitters would take out all the pots and pans and let me, like, hit those. And then later on was always in trouble for banging on my desk and uh i had a babysitter who was like a rock and roll guy he was my cousin's boyfriend and he one time let me like go into the rehearsal room and like close the door and i just got to hit all the drums and stuff i feel like i've just always like i enjoyed sort of rhythm and hitting things and then my parents got me a kit for christmas and it like totally changed everything um and the other instrument i would 
maybe play whatever. What do you guys? You guys? Yeah, you guys have one for me. What would Joel play if it wasn't drums? Uh, I've seen him play guitar. I like when Joel plays guitar, actually. Um, but I could see Joel. I think you could be an awesome bagpipe guy. Oh, that's cool. I that like would that. be awesome. Whoa. I could just—it's just very like a strong, verbose instrument, and I think that like it would just be dope. Like yeah. you just walk in. You know, you notice he slipped the word verbose in there. If yeah. you brought bagpipes, I am very verbose. I am to nothing. Bagpipes would be. Oh my god. That would be the best. Yeah, it's like the most annoying instrument. Uh, dude, does anybody have bagpipes that we you, can borrow? It's a beautiful instrument, but if you don't know how to play it well, oh, it's like, it's, it sounds like a bunch of cats getting a, beat. <laughs> a beautiful instrument for an ugly woman. <laughs> That's what we call it. Or man, whatever. All right. Um, character suggestions? Oh, you're going to take this call? Hell yeah. Are you calling him again? <laughs> At the end of it? That's hilarious. I'm gonna try. I might not. We might not get our caller. I'm not gonna say who it is unless they pick up. I don't think they're gonna pick up because I texted in advance. <gasps> oh my goodness. Oh my god. Tony Hinchcliffe, the golden pony. Look at this. What are you guys doing? We're driving to Tempe, Arizona right now, and I just wanted to, we're doing a roadcast in the car, and I wanted to say, hi, Jesse's driving. We got Joelberg in the back there. Hey, Tony. Hello. Hello, everyone. I knew you'd be golfing. You got me. I'm guilty as charged. <laughs> How many parts you hit today? How many parts did I hit? Yeah, yeah how many parts? <laughs> I think only one. That's good. How many cars did you hit? Bunch. Joel's already on fire. I can tell he's been carrying the momentum of this episode since its beginning. Hell yeah. He has been. His energy's been great. Dude, you look great. I don't, I, I gotta say, you look great and very happy right now. I love seeing that. It's a nice well, thank you. You know, there's nothing better than when someone texts me, hey, can we FaceTime you uh, for the roadcast? And you don't respond. You specifically ignore it. And then you hear your phone ring and you answer by habit because only few people can even get through your restricted calls. But you, you know what? Some people just take advantage and I'm happy to be part of it. You know, that's how you make it to the top. Dude, you're, you're killing us from hundreds of miles away right now. I love Come it. Come to Arizona, no, like, Tony. Yeah, dude. The, the band is moving to Arizona. <laughs> you gotta come see us. We're, we have a new podcast in Arizona, Tony. Kill Tempe. <laughs> Kill Tempe, Joel called it. You guys are so loud. My friends are teeing off. Oh, sorry. Also, <laughs> very quiet sport, guys. The very quiet, nice, easy. I know. We know nothing Richie. about that. I'm sorry. This is Richie, the manager. Oh, is he good at golf? No, he's about to tee off. Wow. I'm teed off oh. right now. <laughs> oh, cool. That, that looked pretty good. Are you are you recording your video stream? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's smart. That's good podcasting. Yeah. I want to 
make sure I could see that beautiful. Hey, Richie, come here real quick. Jeremiah is doing some stupid podcast, and uh, <laughs> oh. oh, 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 whoops. Here, I'm gonna flip it around, and he's recording. Just to flip it. Oh, cool. We're gonna see Tony play some golf. Here we go. Did he miss? No, he's he's. Oh, he's like he's setting out. up. Okay. That's the it? ice cream man bonded. Not only am I one of the top young rising comedians in the world, I'm also one of the top young golfers. That looked pretty good. Did that go? That went straight, right? Yeah, I went straight in 250 yards, you fucking dork. What do you think I'm doing out here? That's the only thing straight about me. What'd you say? I'm sorry. I said that's the only straight thing about me. Anyway, it wasn't good the second time either. Because Richie Richie said that you bombed it, so in golf, does that mean good? That's a very, very good thing. Okay, cool. Why do you call you the ice cream man? Because I'm dressed in all white. And I, and I, and on the golf course, I fucking serve it up. All white, all white, all white. All right, well, <laughs> you guys have a good time. When are your shows? Uh, tonight and tomorrow. We got four shows this weekend. All right, well, um, I was going to, you know, when I ignored your invite for, uh, when I completely, 100% aware, ignored your, uh, Message asking me to do uh, this exact thing that I'm doing right now. I thought to myself, you know what? Maybe I'll tweet or retweet the shows instead later. But you know what? You ended up cashing in on the FaceTime video instead. So now I don't have to do that. Well, Tony, I'd personally rather see your face than a tweet any day. You guys are so much fun. All right. We love you, dude. Have so, a good uh, day at how, golf. How far are, how oh. far are you now? We're uh, we're still like three hours or so. We're about to stop in Blythe uh, at a at a at a Mexican joint called Albert Tacos to grab some food. Hold on, let, let's see how far I actually drove that, and then I'm gonna let you guys go. Let's right. give you the final report. What do you think? Is this me here? I need to FaceTime you guys all the time. Yeah, you're we're probably playing great. You just need you Where just. I went, Rob? You just need some extra motivation. Up here? Oh. Oh. 240 yards. 240 yards you just hit? Wowzers. Wow. Yep. That's the final tally. It's kind of cool to, to, to be getting this virtual golf look. Like while we're while we're driving, you're freaking driving. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, I love you guys. We're driving him crazy. All, All right, right. love you, buddy. Bye. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Hilarious. Oh no! <laughs> the screen recording shut off. Maybe it got saved automatically. I don't think so. Some- Sometimes if this with my phone if they stop recording they just get saved to my Yeah, but I didn't stop. Uh it's so weird. We'll see. Well We should do another animation of just Joel shitting in that gas station. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Every time I fart it's just another interview. Just 
Wow. Blythe, 48 miles. I believe we are 37 minutes from our destination of Elber Tacos. Um, and, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm honestly a little nervous about the first show. I'm trying to, like... But I, but I think it's one of those things, like, once I get out there, like, you know, it'll sort of kick in. Yeah. Because I, I never feel like... Uh, stand-up to me is not like riding a bike where, like, you'd never forget it. It's like there's, you know, there's that muscle memory and sort of... I, I, I achieved a little bit of it, I think, this Monday at in the window, but, you know, so we'll see. I try um, to... I've actually been trying to care less, and you have to know that's coming from a person who cares so much. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a good method, I And I, I remember hearing something about, like, sensitive people or, like, empaths or people who just take on other people's feelings. And a lot of times, in order to not feel someone's disappointment, you will try to overcompensate and overwork and overgive because just anything not to feel disappointment and Dang. so then I'm like oh well, that really clicked so then now I kind of try to approach the stage like by setting the bar a little lower and not having as high expectation and not having as much pressure on myself if people are disappointed yeah and this sh- my it usually goes way better probably allows you to be more free because you're not it's not hanging over your it's not like looming over you like this thing you know yeah but you're ever you're able to have a lot more fun and if you're yeah. having fun then other people tend to have more fun than yeah, that's what i want to try to i want to try to achieve that because i also during the pandemic i feel like i've started to like reanalyze my cadence and um how i talk on stage and stuff i want to i'm trying to get to like a more na- way more natural place like just sort of more ta- talking because I do realize the second I grab the mic, I, I do, you know, it does become this thing, this performance, which is great. But also, you know, I want to figure a, a happy medium. Yeah, but, um, you know yeah. your jokes. So someone told me that because I used to write out my jokes so much. Yeah. But, you know, you know where they go. And so once you just have the idea of, OK, now I'm talking about this in your head, then it will it will inevitably be more conversational. Mm, yeah, for sure. You know what you want to talk about. Kidding. Or you will. <laughs> I did my, I did my right. eyes right now where I was like, do I? Just kidding. Nah, I'll be fine. So uh, I think we're going to close out this podcast. I brought my sax, but I think you guys have both done sax talk. Um, so How about trumpet time? Jesse plays trumpet while driving, while <laughs> podcasting. That's Just a kidding. little bit tricky. <laughs> yeah. Also read the questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Just do a little bit of everything. Um, I think we're going to... Uh, wrap this up because I think we're about to go get some food. Heck yeah. Right now. Uh, this episode has been brought to you by the Stereo app. Joel, Jesse, do you want to plug anything before I let you go? Uh, Jesse, you want to At go? Jetski Johnson. Everything. Follow me. Yeah. Follow we'll it hang up. Out. Yeah. At Mostly Sorry. Mostly Sorry podcast uh, on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all of that. Um, yeah. Got some cool stuff coming up soon. Heck yeah. Uh, I have a special coming out. My debut one-hour special, Family Reunion, that you can pre-order on my website right now, which would help me out a lot at jeremiahwatkins.com. It'll help with the rankings and good banner placement for when it drops on December 8th. So head on over to jeremiahwatkins.com, pre-order, or just wait uh, to watch it on Amazon Prime once it comes out on December 8th. Either way, much appreciated for the support. 
Thank you guys for tuning in to this special roadcast edition of Jeremiah Wonders. We might even do one on the way back. We'll see how the weekend wow. goes. That could be that could be a that fun, be fun, fun kind of recap um, to see uh, to see how it all plays out. Um, but yeah, we're thanks. just none of us are talking to each other. I know. By the end of the weekend, we're just like, um, that was fun. Um, or I'm on Jeremiah's shoulders. <laughs> Full circle with a stereo app callback. Yeah. Uh, and if you like the sax hat that I'm wearing, that's also on my website, jeremiahwatkins.com. Uh, anyway, I love you guys. I hope you have uh, a good day. I hope you enjoyed this this ride with us and um, be nice to each other. I want to start doing the kindness challenge again, uh, reading your letters and stuff like that. I haven't done that segment in a long time. So uh, if you have anything you've done nice for somebody that you'd like to share so I can read on the show. It's not bragging. It's to inspire other people to do the same thing. Email me at jeremiahwondersgmail.com. Love you guys. Bye. Yeah, bye.